your day started right. This is VOC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabiro Sheikhesa. Only on the Voice of the Cape. Let's get into our first feature this morning as time now moves on to 16 minutes to the hour of 7 o'clock. So come April this year, the price of electricity will increase. South African consumers will have to fork out more for electricity from April this year as power tariffs will increase by about 10%. This comes after the National Energy Regulator of South Africa, that's NASA, yesterday announced it revised decisions on uh, retroactive power tariff applications from the power giant ESCOM. Now, uh, the energy regulator will allow ESCOM to recover an extra 6 billion rand from consumers following a court ordered reviews of uh, previous decisions. This is bad for consumers already struggling financially during the pandemic but we also un- want to understand you know how this is calculated. Hasha from uh, ESCOM joins us online. Hasha is the, the general manager for regulation joins us online. Good morning and thank you so much for your time. Uh, good morning. Thank you very much for the opportunity. It's only a pleasure. Let's talk about how the increases usually work. What is taken into account and how does you know ESCOM just reach the decision, for example, to let's increase it by 10%? Okay, first of all, let's just clarify that ESCOM and any other entity can only implement tariffs that have been approved by NERSA. So ESCOM does not make the decision. ESCOM does make applications to NERSA and then NASA makes that final decision. And, and so this, in this particular instance, and, and has been for the past few years, is that there is a, a base decision that NASA has made, and in, it's referred to as the multi-price determination, right. and there is an adjustment mechanism for previous years. And that, that is also added on to get the final adjustment that will be effective for 1st of April. Yeah. And, and, and I just want to put another spin to, to your opening remark about this is bad news for consumers. The bottom line is that the, the, the decision that NASA has to make is should the consumer pay for the efficient cost of electricity or should the taxpayer pay? The costs do not go away. And, and that is what we are dealing with at the moment. Right. Yes. Hasha, also just in terms of, you know, what are the contributing factors, you know, to um, the decision that NERSA has taken? If I'm not mistaken, it's for the next three years that we're going to be seeing um, these increases. I recall a time uh, a few months ago when they said various municipalities, for instance, you know, that had not paid up uh, in terms of their electricity demands and you know mm-hmm. uh, what is that looking like and recall at one point Soweto had quite an outstanding amount that was owing are those perhaps some of the contributing factors to what we're seeing in terms of NERSA taking this decision? No not at all when when NERSA makes a decision it is based on what are the what it determines to be the efficient cost for producing the electricity mm-hmm. and that's one area that both NERSA and ESCOM agree on is that we're still migrating to the efficient cost of electricity. However, one needs to note, as you've mentioned correctly, the municipal debt as well as the Soweto debt and other debt will impact ESCOM's finances. So, so there is that both, you know, it, it's both sides of the coin, basically. But one is not related to the other. However, if ESCOM is more successful in, in recovering its Soweto debt and municipality debt, it will assist the whole uh, liquidity and the financial sustainability of ESCOM.
Mm-hmm. However, the price of in, price increase is more related to how much does it cost to efficiently produce electricity. And at the moment, and as has been for many years, the taxpayer has been subsidizing the consumer. So what we do not manage to recover from the consumer, we have to get from the fiscus. And, and that obviously impacts on other government priorities. Because it, it has been determined that, you know, ESCOM is too important, <clears throat> it cannot fail. But there is a gap where ESCOM is not recovering its efficient cost of electricity, and therefore it is dependent on the taxpayer to fill that gap. And that is what ESCOM is trying to move towards and asking for the consumer who controls what he or she uses to be able to pay for that electricity. All right. Hasha, at this point in time, I want to welcome to the conversation Stop COCT founder, that's Sandra Dixon. Sandra, good morning. Good to be chatting. Good morning. Now, I recall us speaking, I think the last time around electricity and, you know, the, the price increase was when NERSA was busy with the public hearings that was happening in the various provinces. Of course, now, you know, subsequent to that, we are seeing as of the 1st of April, we're going to be seeing these increases. Perhaps from Stop COCT's side, your comments at this point in time. Well, my comment at this point in time is that there are two issues. The one is the court cases that uh, ESCOM instituted against the decisions that NERSA made over the last uh, around about five years. ESCOM ESCOM made about five court cases against NERSA, of which they, uh, they won about all four of them, which recently now resulted in the $6 billion which the previous speaker had been um, alluding to. So, and then, and then ESCOM claims efficient, uh, efficient costs. Now, my immediate question arises, what is efficient about having 408 billion rands of debt that needs to be serviced? So ESCOM has to pay a huge amount of interest on this debt every single month or whatever period they pay this interest on. So I cannot understand how this debt is just um, being uh, set aside and they talk about the the money that they get from the the fiscus from the central government and then the gap of the money that they receive from the fiscus versus the money they receive from the taxpayer and it is very clear from what i've listened to now that eskom had decided at this stage that the money needs to be recouped from Uh, Sorry, not from the taxpayers. The money needs to be recouped from the consumers, Um, which to me is rather odd that the consumers are expected to foot the bill for a debt of over 408 billion rands, which Eskom ranked up over the last decade. And we hear quite a lot about how that debt came about if we just listen to some pieces of the Zondo Commission. Hasha, would you like to respond to that? Yes, sure. Uh, thanks very much. No, the, the previous speaker is absolutely correct in the sense that ESCOM had to uh, increase its debt because it was not recovering what is determined to be efficient by the, the National Energy Regulator of South Africa. So, so if we do not get the, the refund or, or the money from the, the, the consumer, 
then then one has to increase debt to be still be able to provide the electricity. As far as the corruption issue is concerned, ESCOM is on record that any any uh, recovery of any uh, funds that have been found to be corrupt and have been refunded will actually be refunded back to the consumer. So the one billion rand, for example, that was recovered from McKinsey has already been refunded through the regulatory clearing account to the consumer. So we do understand that we've been through a difficult history. It's the ESCOM people as well as the country, and ESCOM is fully committed to making sure that any recovery is basically passed on back to the consumer. This has been done and will continue to be done. So I just want to clarify that it is important for, for the National Energy Regulator of South Africa to determine what is the efficient level. And once the courts have found that NASA incorrectly determined the inefficient level and therefore those differences between what uh, has been granted to ESCOM in the past and what has now been the court outcome. So, so and I think that the previous speaker is a bit confused also in that you either get the consumer, if you, for example, go and buy airtime, it is the consumer that pays for that airtime. It is not the government that needs to pay for the airtime that you and I use. And in a similar fashion, when someone uses electricity, the user of the electricity must need, needs to pay. Mm. And unfortunately, it was the debt that was accumulated because we were not getting the user pay principle implemented. And that is how the debt has accumulated. All right. Hasha, just before we let you go, uh, let's speak about come the 1st of April. Me as a consumer, our listeners as consumers on the ground, purchasing our prepaid electricity every day. You know, what sort of pinch will we be feeling in our pockets? Uh, well, you see, the, the point is NASA still needs to make a final decision on that. And, and therefore, further decisions are expected until the end of February. And then only would we know what the actual increase would be. So at the moment, it's standing at about 8.16%, but NASA has made indications that it would further uh, make further adjustments, but we do not know what the amount would be. But the amount that ESCOM is applying for or through the court, further court processes is that it will be capped at approximately 15%. It would not go beyond that. All right, Hasha. Thank you so much for that. Sandra, perhaps, you know, a closing comment from yourself in a response to Hasha? Yes, I would like to confirm to the lady that I am thoroughly confused as to how a company that ramped out ramped up 480 billion rands worth of debt over a decade, a lot of it can, can be contributed to to corruption and inefficiency and I challenge Eskom to actually come about and split and tell us how much of that debt was genuinely because of the difference between what they got from central government versus what they're getting from the consumer and what portion of that debt was ramped up due to plain common corruption as per the Zonda Commission almost on a daily basis. All right, Sandra, we'll leave it that for this morning. Thank you so much. I think